I am nauseous. Thank you, Bad for HQ, for all things comic book related. I am John Rivera, and I'm probably going to throw up at some point in this next 60 minutes, but I'm also as well as the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. And that must make me the COO of U.S. Comics, the co-host of U.S. Comics Cast, the co-founder of the whole damn company, and your favorite Latino heat swilling hybrid panda being Charlie Boom Boom Rivera. Happy comic book day, Johnny Boy. There are there are English teachers who are pulling their hair out at the roots over that run-on sentence. I want to see what the punctuation looks like on that sum of bitch, but also as well as happy comic book day to you, sir. Hi, how's it going? I know for me, I had my fat stack of books. I was real happy, and then <laughs> work was busy as hell. So right up until recording, I just have my little brown bag of nice. comics staring at me being like you can't read me yo no so read me sucker how how nauseous were you a nauseous level uh a scale of one to ten yeah sure a point a point eight which is my my day you just can't give me anything i'm like oh i'm nauseous i threw up today i'm totally sick charlie's like i'm also as well as point zero eight nauseous i'm always a little nauseous sir unbelievable just my little bit. Puerto Rican anime mini me. Some a bitch. Um, but you know what? Plays in line. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Somebody get the TVA up in the some a bitch. Get this alligator the fuck out of here. Anywho, I get to um, be alligator, John. All right. Yeah, I mean technically I'm also alligator, John. But you could be crocodile, John. I'll take it. Yeah, the, the narrower nose, and you know. You know, I mean, at least you do some world traveling. Everything. I'm stuck, you know, here in the States. I mean, Florida is probably like the most exotic place that I can get to. But you get to go Cairo. You get to go go all over the world. So I mean, be happy. With my luck, I'll wind up in Long Island. Those poor shark bastards. <sighs> no, no crocodiles on Long Island. Son of a bitch. Uh, not yet. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. So, uh, yeah, I was effectively nauseous we we uh today was today was rub my belly uh maybe i should have some saltines and water type of day but uh i i don't truly know where the origin of my particular malaise uh came from in terms of my belly problems my curse finally worked yeah well i just have that one one six scale john action figure just being like nauseous belly you and Joe Boo can go fucking take a walk in crocodile-infested waters and go say hello to your little crocodile buddies. But what I was trying to damn get to, uh, my nausea would probably still have been uh, inevitable if you read, if you caught up on the probably more frequent now than ever before the confluence of comic book and Hollywood news. Yes. And, uh, you know, a lot of people think that these type of, um, events, these stories, uh, that they go by the wayside for the general public. But I'm here to tell you that that's not true. Not only 
is the general public very much aware, but the government has gone ahead and stuck their long nose into the equation as well. So much so that there are entire departments of the justice system dedicated to it. And if anyone doesn't know, if you haven't been flipping around basic cable channels at night, somewhere between 2 and 4 a.m. in the morning, then you might not know. (gasps) In the court of popular opinion, comic book offenses are considered especially heinous. At U.S. Comics Cast, the dedicated nerds who investigate these vicious offenses are members of an elite squad known as the Simoleon's Victim Unit. Bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. I liked it. Not bad. More, Not I think bad. more songs. I think that Bad Mary has a new cover that we can expect. Um, yeah. So, so my terrible, my terrible carbon copy wannabe of Law and Order intro, notwithstanding. Apologies, please don't drag us to court for that because it would just be embarrassing. Copyright. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, you have to be under a rock to not know that the spider is taking the mouse to court. Charlie, why don't you break it down for the people? Tell, tell them what's going on. So, uh, I, I never thought I'd see it. I never, I never thought I'd see someone once again try to go one on one with the mouse uh, that lives in a castle. But Scarlett Johansson and her representatives are suing uh, Disney because she was promised a theatrical release. More importantly, she was promised points on said release. So when this hybrid presentation of black widow's solo outing came out yeah i was very very happy that for the low low price of john's 30 bucks (laughs) we were able to watch uh what i thought was a perfectly acceptable movie we really enjoyed it we discussed last week but scarlet said two weeks ago ago, sorry but scarlet said yo 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 where's my fat movie check and much like before her jay and silent bob had to go to hollyweird arms are swinging uh she said this is bullshit i would like my movie check well here's the thing and and you did a you did an uh impressive job summarizing uh the going ons um and and much like anything else there there are always two sides to any story what's interesting to me as kind of a, a an amateur sociologist uh, people like rush to pick a side. It's before, so fucking weird. Before most of these people, and I'm I'm gonna generalize just mainly because it's easier, and, and I fun. don't feel well, and I don't really have to worry about tiptoeing around right now. If I offend anybody, I'm just gonna blame it on my upset tum tum. So forgive me in advance if it sounds like I'm talking about you. I got Any one of, of these topics. for them though. That's what I think. <laughs> oh, look at that. Look at that little guy. So uh, people just like immediately leapt to their opinions as if, A, anybody asked for their opinion. Or I, B. Do they think like a judge was like, let me check Twitter. 
Oh, I mean, maybe, Decision maybe made. at some point in their de de degraded, broken down, ridiculous brains, maybe they did think, you know what? I've got a voice. Let's listen to me right now. Anyways, uh, people jumped to opinions. And when I say people, I'm talking about me also. Like, uh, I, I do want that to be on record. Uh, I immediately jumped to an opinion. I'm going to leave original, original John Earth 217 version's opinion off to the side because it's kind of irrelevant, quite frankly. What I really found interesting was looking at both sides of the debate, as it were. So I'm just going to put it out there. And Charlie, you can feel fit to feel free to interject with any Absolutely. like little details or if you want to modify anything that I'm saying. The short version is simply that Scarlett Johansson, who has been in a put some decade. Put respect on that name, though. A decade. Her, her, her full name is Scarlett Johansson. Mm. <laughs> her her Johansons have been in like basically every damn Marvel outing for like the last decade. So just the sheer nature of her longevity is impressive. And yeah, she peppered in a couple of like uh you know art housey type movies. So good for her and her career. But she's been in nine movies, I want to say, maybe nine Marvel flicks at this right. point. And um she finally got her comeuppance. I'll leave it at that. You guys can make your jokes in your mind, you sick bastards. Uh, she finally got her due with a solo outing. And for years and years, not just the Marvel fans, but people who are like, hey, girl power, who maybe haven't seen many of the, if not all of the Marvel flicks, worth saying, hey, where's, where's our girl movie? And uh, apparently this was always in the works. Now, I was actually one of those girly voices saying, where's where's her fucking movie? I at least had the thought, are we at least going to get like a born identity duo, uh, uh, like a like a team up movie with one of the born one of the guys from the born movies uh, and her? Like, are we not going to get a Hawkeye? That would have been Black fucking... Widow. I mean, oh, honestly, I, I thought you meant literally. Like well, Jay, if fucking Matt Damon shows up, if, he's like, if I Matt Damon I was... showed up in that flick, that would have just been Mwah. anywho. So that movie didn't happen. But but that's where I thought we were going to get it. Uh, and it wasn't until we actually got the black movie standalone uh, outing after her spoiler alert after her death uh, in, in the, uh, the, the Avengers Endgame flick. Then I sat back and I thought, oh, well, you know what? That does make sense. However, the delay between the end, the ending of her, like the wrapping up of her solo outing and the release of her outing coincided exclusively with COVID. So it was COVID that took the flick, put it back in the can and stuck it up on the shelf. And they're like, we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait. Now, obviously... They didn't have any intention to just release this movie Clearly. Uh, for streaming. They wanted at least a hybrid yeah, model. Later, they wanted a hybrid model even before, like we really knew to expect expect a hybrid model. So I don't think that that aspect of it was any kind of malicious intent by the mouse. Okay. No. 
Um, on the, the same token, as much money as it could get. But any anybody who's ever theatrical. made a movie, including you know, uh, you know, me running around in the backyard with a little handheld, everyone wants to make the most money. If if something's worth doing, it's worth doing for money. Let's. This is America. Grow the fuck up. Uh, so that being said, right? So Disney has a game plan, which yeah. makes sense. Um, also, as well as Scarlett Johansson. Put her fucking time in, right? This is not one of those situations where the new kid on the block says, I am uh, more popular. I've got a single on the charts, and uh, I got a L'Oreal commercial, and now you're going to pay me $100 million to, to grace you with my presence in your stupid flick. No, no, no. She came in, and she, she you know, like a baseball player, she she put her time in. Uh, she got her knock. She played the field. <laughs> And uh, eventually, they said, you know what? Way to be. Now's, now's your time. Here comes your payday. So she says, okay, great. Don't give me all the money up front. I will take a back-end heavy deal, which is nothing new. We have seen this more and more and more Tony's often. Tony's been getting it for a while. So obviously, obviously, Scarlett Johansson did not have any you know, uh, bad intentions. She didn't have a, a evil fucking plan. This is, uh, and, and when I heard the story, Charlie, you tell me, <clears throat> you tell me if you agree or if you had a similar experience. It was like sitting in the back seat of the car and your parents are bickering back and forth, right? And you're at least old enough that you can put your inevitable favorite aside and say, you know what? Both of these motherfuckers are making good points like they both have legitimate points so in this era of uh tribalism in this era of like that's right and this is wrong and black and white and there's no middle and i'm on this side so everything on this side is right everything on that side of, of the line is wrong uh what was it just me or did this legitimately seem like almost like a threes company episode where like uh if just those kids uh, if that, that little bit of miscommunication had been avoided, Mr. Furley would not have thought that aliens were attacking. And downstairs in the fucking uh, uh, in the Beagle, uh, drinks would not be poured on the floor or whatever hijinks Jack Tripper and, and company was going through at the time. It just really seemed almost like sitcomish, where if you're the judge hearing that case, the inevitable case, like isn't it pretty? Isn't it pretty obvious what you're dealing with here? Um, I don't think so. I, I think right. this is a rare occasion. I think this is a rare occasion where you and I see things much differently. Yeah. Um, this is a situation you see a black and white. I I see I see it very very black and white. If they released the movie six months ago, uh, or a year ago, yeah. I think I would have. I, I think Disney would have had a bigger leg to stand on. Six it months ago been, or a year ago, it would have only been streaming. I agree. And I think that decision six months ago or a year ago would have been the right thing to do. But at this point, there are plenty of movies that pushed their film out far enough to where they think that a full theatrical run is possible. Some movies are doing it. Not every movie is also streaming. Let's not get lost in the world of HBO Max. Just because no. Suicide Squad is going to pop up this friday on my tv where, for can free I, can i ask you this where's green knight streaming 
no, oh, no, that's not. But that's, is it A24, A25? But that's my, but that's exactly None my. None of their movies are streaming. They're that's like just my theater. point. At this yeah. point. A Quiet Place 2, only at, in theater. At this point, Disney could have pulled the trigger and yeah. said it's not also going on our streaming service for 30 bucks. It's only going to be theatrical. And it would have done even more money. And now this is the ultimate point. My The reason I feel that way, the reason I feel like Scarlet should win is because this isn't a company that hasn't played Hollywood accounting before. And that this is just the newest iteration of Hollywood accounting. Men in Black, a wildly successful film, did millions and millions of million dollars financially, <laughs> allegedly is still well in debt because of Hollywood accounts being like, well, you have to pay all the studio executives. Like, and well, all those aliens sense. have to be paid and that's the yeah. uh, conversion rate to, uh, you Stan know, space Lee. bucks. Stan Lee had to sue Disney when he was in financial straits a decade ago and it wound up settling out of court. Disney's not above. Stan Lee sued Di Disney? Stan Lee, when he was bankrupt like the third time in his life, it was a yeah. big thing. Kevin Smith and a bunch of directors and whatnot got on their social media and made a pretty big story about it. Uh, the truth is, specifically with comics, is a very long yeah. history of taking what a lot of people feel some artists are entitled to or creators are entitled to or performers are entitled to um, and screwing them. Somehow Return of the Jedi is still not yeah, profitable. But, but hold on a second. So I'm, I'm going to put a pen, in, I'm gonna put a pen sure. in that really quickly because this is what often happens in these conversations, not between you and I, but yeah. in, in the world, right? Um, I'm not going to go ahead and I won't use an analogy. So uh, the the wow, text Vera, you guys can shut the fuck up. We, we no analogy needed, okay? Wise asses. Um, the truth of the matter is, though, when we begin talking about one thing, I'm using the proverbial we, what ends up happening is like it's just like this, and then like the like a like a timeline, you know, uh, deviant, deviant. <laughs> no, that's not the word. I'm sick. Fuck all you guys. Um, like you know, like a uh, basically again, we end up in a different conversation. So you know what? God bless Dan Lee. You know, he's a personal hero. Uh, I think he deserves all the space bucks, but let the man rest. We'll, we'll leave him out of it for right sure. now. So, so uh, um, Scarlet and Disney, Disney slash Marvel, had an agreement. Okay, Correct. They had a, they write it on paper. Your lawyers look at it. My lawyers look at it. Let's sign on the dotted line. Okay, obviously there's going to be a mantle handover. I took the vest. Uh, so we'll get it back. We'll figure that out. But I'm dead now. So... Get me paid on my way out the door. Give me my golden parachute. It's been a pleasure working with you. Avenge me, hemp knight. Okay, so they plan to pay her big time on the way out the door, and it's written down. But what's now, important to know? Hold on, let me sure. let me just finish. So sure. the circumstances of that mm -hmm. contract, because when they signed that contract, their COVID was was a uh, uh, you know not a whisper. In on Batman's breath, okay? Um, COVID wasn't a factor. So, of course, it was going to be a theatrical release. At some point, and this is the stuff that we just don't know about because you, if, you're, if you're making a case, whether it's going to be argued behind closed doors or in the, uh, the court of public opinion, which it kind of is now, and that's the fucked up part, 
uh, as as we start running out of time. Um, the truth of the matter is, when they get in front of a, a, a decision maker, a judge, whoever, they're going to say, "Look, here's the contract." And at some point, if it's very simple, if Disney Marvel didn't say, "Look, here's the situation," and I do wonder if this was not a big part of why it was delayed, 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 because this movie has been done for a fucking while. It felt like a period piece because it was filmed so fucking long ago, even though... Is uh, that the old iPhone? What the fuck? (laughs) Like, I know this is supposed to happen before, but, like, her her cell phone has a rotary dial on it. What the fuck? So uh, it kept on getting pushed and kept on getting pushed, and my mind went to, well, that makes sense. If their contract, if their deal was just for a theatrical release... They can't do it for streaming as much as they would like to. So my mind says, at so you're telling me, at no point when the when the 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 schedule changed, when the plan, the game plan was adjusted, when they when they erased the whiteboard uh, in the big mouse's office, and they said, "All right, this is what we're going to do: hybrid release, streaming, and in theaters." Now the theaters are a thing again. Okay, great. Nobody picked the phone. Nobody wrote a letter. Like that just it just doesn't it's, it, it doesn't it's what big, seem feasible. But I it's doubt what big that that's companies the do. The two important I, things except that they don't the, though. The they don't impor- do that. That's, that's not true. It's breach the of contract. There would be no contract, conversation. The two important things in the contract that she was promised points and a theatrical release. That language was there to avoid an at-home release, which would have been no, it like wasn't the, though, Charlie, because when they wrote the contract, an at-home release wasn't on the table to anybody. No, that's not true. Home release. It is true. Been. John, what are you talking about? Bloodsport Nine is Charlie. Was, this is me, not Bloodsport Nine. This is an Avengers is, spinoff. But you that's think not that how, but they that's thought not how maybe it'll be a, a, a like a like Aladdin two release the on articles, a VCR? The articles I read stated that what she's suing is that she was promised a theatrical release not just that it got less you can't just shake your head no it's the same no, thing that i'm happened. talking to the to my peanut it's gallery it's the over same here. thing that happened when I'm streaming interested. became popular a lot of yeah. artists at first weren't paid because warner brothers was like you don't get money for being on netflix you got money for the tv show the reruns and you got money for dvds I- Blu-rays are different. Companies have always tried to fuck people. I don't think that that's the case. I I don't believe that that's the case. Now, what's Every article I read specified it was for a theatrical release. Well, and this uh, hybrid right. release wasn't so I'm, invented I'm until going COVID. To, I'm going to... I'm going to name drop, okay? Because the article that I'm referring to is in The Hollywood Reporter. And it indicates there that there was not a hybrid contract in place agreed at the time of her signing agreed so what i my point is this if they didn't go to her and i don't know what happened yeah but if they didn't go to her and say okay we have to change it up right now we're gonna do it we've been sitting on this movie for so long we're gonna have to do something different let's work this out if they didn't do that before the case then there's no conversation to be had She's then entitled to every tittle and jot in her contract. Now you do have to estimate. Okay, well, if the if the viewership was this, then you do have to work out like some kind of Rick Sanchez mathematical equation. Say, if it had just been a theatrical release, this is how much it would have made. 
ergo this is how much you owe her but that's still an estimation and the worst part about it is that it's ugly it it's is fucking and ugly you know what I and find they are having this my last thought and then I'll, I'll let you wrap it up what's ugly about it is that they're having this in public you you're telling me that this couldn't be had behind closed yeah, doors it's, it's she's a, a performer story. that is out of your cinematic universe, you're yeah. not going to work with her it's, again it's in shame. this particular capacity. It's Any dreams of, uh, you know, flashback movies, like that's just not going to happen at this point. You're burning a bridge both yeah. ways. And that's a bridge being burned. They talking shit about her. Yeah. She didn't care about COVID. This, and like that's character assassination. Yep. Um, but on the same token, like, yo, if you're going to like, you go, you go to them, you I'll go straight to court. Like, come to my house. Let's sit down in the living room. So, and you know, to what's, me again, what's I, my, my jury's out. I'll, I'll throw it to yeah. you. Yeah. What's up. very, very interesting to me as as we wrap it up, as the kids say, is it's also the way that she happened to sue. It's like Scarlett Johansson's LLC is suing the fuck out of Disney. What's interesting though is Emma Stone is also suing Disney. Same thing because her movie didn't get a theatrical run and she was promised it. Which is insane. So Emma Stone for the the um, I almost said Little Mermaid, but for the for the Hundred and One Dalmatian spinoff, she said the same shit. She was promised theatrical release, but the difference is her people, Emma Stone's people, sued kind of independently of Emma, like on her behalf. So that wasn't nearly as much in the news cycle, but it's the same exact problem, right? Because Cruella would have, by all accounts, made all the fucking money it would have made solid solid money um like like our peanut gallery like our boy ellis said you know scarlet is was trying to was trying to cash out emma had the ability to do it a little bit quieter by virtue of how her kind of business is set up and we know this i mean a I, sequel the, the way that. that i the way that i saw it is like she's kind of like on She's watching the going ons from the, you know, from, from on deck. You know, she's swinging the bat. She's seeing how they're going to pitch Scarlet and what she can now reasonably expect. But all I got to say is this. I mean, obviously, we'll keep an eye on it. It is it is interesting uh, only in the sense of, like, who's right, the alligator or the crocodile. But uh, at the end of the day, these are movies that are supposed to be fun. And yeah. they very much have been have been fun. People can debate about them all day long, but you can't deny they're very insanely popular and they are fun. And uh, this is just like an ugly, this is like a like a like a bruise, right? All I know a beautiful is beautiful apple somebody yeah. dropped on the floor. All I know is I'm seeing some new Star Wars merchandise behind you, um, which leads me to believe that maybe, maybe our comment section was right, and maybe Disney's sending you some free swag bags. So I don't know if I could trust you. Like, maybe you're like a liar, like the most famous liar, George Toy Boy Lucas. And you oh, know please. why I say, son of a bitch trying to drag George right Lucas now. is a liar because George we all Lucas, know you liar. Han, Han shot, shot first. first. Put Clingy. him up. Clink. I don't love that you still had the shot of your nauseous. That makes me very, very, very nervous well, myself. I gotta tell you, sometimes you gotta do 
what's you got to do son? that's a fact my dear brother start Ooh. my time because good times are ahead no more lawsuit talk Boop. i want to talk about my happy times do it for the better part of a year and a half hmm. while the 18 months of covid were were ruining lives starting debates and fights among family there was a secret monster um hiding in plain sight ruining my pull list and that was fucking superman comics because oof magoof are we coming off of a bad time in mainstream comic books for every last ronin there's been a nearly unreadable detective or x-men my friend who used to have $170 worth of pulled books told me the other day his last order took two months to pull and it was $22. That's wow. how little he's now reading. And we were having the conversation and we both do the same psychotic thing is when something new starts, we go, okay, I'm going to try it. And finally, yeah. I'd I am buy happy. that for a dollar. I am happy to report the the red s with a yellow field it's back in prominence in my least expected way and that is jonathan samuel kent the new superman for a new age in his book superman the son of kal-el don't you um, just feel dirty saying that out loud i do because i have now on you this whore. show i had to look back at some of our previous topics. And the last time I talked about Superboy is when I thought they ruined poor Jonathan Kent when they aged him up because they had no faith in the character. A character was that was in a book that was constantly one of my top 10 every month. The worst issue of Super Sons, which features a character that myself and most of the DC Comics reading community, Damian Wayans fucking sucks. He is one of the worst characters you, of all time. You know what? You have to be very careful, though, uh, generalizing that way. Because as everyone knows, if a Robin isn't popular, if a Robin doesn't maintain at least a 50% rating amongst the fans, <laughs> they will kill him. I have Granted, to be honest. They'll bring them back. I'm you know, shocked. somehow shockingly. I'm but, shocked um, we're not up to Red Hood 4. Killing not Robins only... is like should be its own fucking title. It should be like an ongoing. That's, that's the new girlfriend in a fridge is killing a Robin. Because if they put up a poll, people would kill poor Robin every time. Damon Damian Wayne's fucking stinks. Except He's not a Wayans brother, Damian Wayne. Oh, this, I was, this kid. I was reading a bunch of different books. Is unbelievable. Is he? Uh, is he on *In Living Color* also? He is. He's not very funny though. He's, In fact, uh, he's the goddamn worst. He's um, he's homie the clown sidekick. Oh, actually, now you have me back in. If he's just like Robin, don't play that. I'd be, I'd be in. But um, you just mess Joker up with like a a sock full of pennies. It can happen. So what's amazing about uh, specifically this first issue, and I encourage everyone to go read it. Very slight spoilers ahead. Um, I'll avoid the crux of the story. And really, the story is just an introduction. It's, it's, it's kind of catching everyone up to speed. 
because Jonathan Kent has a very interesting history. Jonathan happened kind of at the tail end of the new 52 with the original Superman who was put in a bottle city where he didn't have powers. So him and Lois made a baby. The new 52 is John Lane Kent. You want to make the distinctions. Well, he kind of becomes Jonathan. It's weird. So what happens is the battle, the bottle cities are then forced to fight in Convergence. And in Convergence, he fights Flashpoint world. And then little Jonathan Samuel Kent uh, winds up being brought into the world by Bruce Wayne's dad, who was the Batman. If you told the good people that he was brought by a Kryptonian stork because, uh, uh, because Clark and Lois really loved each other, that would have made more sense, been more believable, and probably more profitable than I believe that it. lunacy that you're strong together. But nonetheless, what happens is New 52 Superman dies, uh, old Superman takes his place, and then Mr. Mixius Pitalik shows up as Clark Kent, but he's really Mixius Pitalik, and then it turns out Superman doesn't have all of his oofa. So then the New 52 Lois and Lana give him his strump back, and now Superman, Superman. And his son is like chilling. And he's like, yo, check out how good my book is. Am I going to be a teen titan? I guess not, because now I'm fucking 30. <clears throat> so when they aged him up, they then, seven months later, are doing this kind of future state event. Yeah, you're going to need that. Uh, and what's really, really great is this first issue, Superman, uh, son of Kal-El, dropped. And they somehow managed to bring the Superman character, even though it's not Clark, back to a version I love. To me, Superman... Superman is fucking Superman. It's why when Max Landis on his YouTube channel kind of finishes his Kryptonian epic, that Superman doesn't resemble my Superman. Smallville Superman doesn't resemble my Superman. The Superman in Lois TV show is close, and it's still not my Superman. Chris Reeve. He's closer. Certainly. He's certainly closer than Cavill Superman. Absolutely. To me, Chris Reeve and the comic book Superman are very one in the same. Uh, maybe the comic book one is a little bit more brawly, but I could see well, or leave that. To be fair, um, and, and you see this happen certainly with, uh, with the Marvel uh, outings, when the movies are particularly popular, they will shift yeah. the source material to resemble more the flick. Because I had 80s bed sheets that were like from the DC comics that I'm like, this is a drawing of Chris Reeve. Yeah. You're not fooling anybody. They even moved his his boots up past his knees and his True. belt yeah. just kept walking up that belly button. Um, <laughs> but what's really amazing is this is the first time I can really remember where a version of passing the mantle yeah. managed to somehow bring about a return to form. You know, you and I have gone on record. We don't really love the mantle toss it's Unless often it's done really well. It's often not done well, though. That's that's the issue. And right? usually, when it is it becomes done a well, trope. Yeah, and normally when it is done really well, it's someone like um, Terry McGinnis becoming Batman in Batman Beyond. Only is called Batman. There is nothing like the Batman 
we know and love that Terry represents. He's not hiding in shadows. No, he's, he's not, not a detective. He's not he the new form. He's basically Tony Soprano if Tony never went to therapy. Exactly right. He's a lot less even when when Dick Grayson was Batman. Um at least he like did detective work. That was closer and that didn't ever sit well with me. So I really up until now I couldn't think back to a time where the replacement was even close to as good as the real thing, let alone when it did a better job than that character's done in six or seven years. And ultimately, when reading this comic, that's ultimately what I felt. This sensitive hero who it finally depicts Superman, not as this burdened by possibilities guy. That's never been Superman to me. Superman acknowledges the weight on his shoulders. He's fucking Superman. He yep. can kind of do nearly everything. That is a weight on the shoulders. But Homeboy has Except perfect. fight magic. I mean, come on, let's not get crazy. Fair enough. Constantine can annoy him, I guess. But he he does it with a a, a smile on his face and a proud yeah. spine. And in reading it, I, I couldn't help but feel this again for lack of a better term return to form you know um, what it's interesting that you say that because i think a lot of that comes from uh the superman or men that we were getting not being a hundred percent so it wasn't that like you know the oh here it's really snorteling over there my my little buddy i missed the um, mute button <laughs> um so so it's one thing when a mantle handover happens and the person is like, oh, I'm the young upstart version. I'm extreme where it's like such a significant, uh, like an obvious change that, you know, the, the publishers or creators or whomever, they're just kind of doing to make it resonate more with the kids. But like you're not kids. So you don't know. You, you, you're just taking a guess, stab in the dark. Um, in this case, and, and I do have to catch up on it. Uh, again, I wasn't feeling too great today. But um, when the source material has become unfamiliar and then a handing over of the mantle happens, you know, even if it's in, in you know, on the title page alone, even if it didn't happen in their world, but that new version is actually far more familiar to what you thought of as that character prior then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this shit rings through. This is the shit. Because it's interesting. I'll tell you, you know what my Superman is? Uh, what my Superboy is? Like ideal? Yeah. Little baby Clark. It's not Jonathan Kent. Uh, it's not John Kent. Not it's Connor, not, I imagine. It's not twin. <laughs> it's not Connor. It's not, uh, it's not siblings running around, you know, TV. Like t in my brain, where the, the space that Superman stories uh take up it's it's enviable quite frankly like it, it's it's a little embarrassing it's kind of like that fucking room at the end of raiders where they just wee, 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 where they're just wheeling the arc into it and it's you know big stencil stamped on the side like you know it, it, somebody will get to this eventually my superboy ideal is superman young clank clark kent young and we saw it best, that window of time between young Clark kind of 
accepting his responsibilities and then uh, exploding onto the scene as like, you know, like late 20s, you know, 28, 29 years old, something like that. That window of time in the comic books was taken up by him going to the damn future. And I don't know why. Truthfully, I blame Matter Eating Lad. If I'm going to be completely honest, I don't know why current storytellers at DC have so avoided. They fucking the hate legionnaires. It. And you could do, you could do, um, uh, you could do like o- almost like you know, killing a bunch of people at Westworld. You can do some shit. You can change names. You could change backgrounds. You could change costumes by all means. Don't all have them dressed up looking like fucking, uh, like, uh, uh, what's his face from Futurama, um, in the Space Force costumes. Like, their costumes all look damn identical, even more than the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All their costumes look like they're made by the same little tiny it's lady. The same endgame. From, uh, yeah, it, it's made by Edna uh, at Invincible. Uh, not Invincible. Incredible. In, um, so, Zap Brannigan, thank you, Ellis, with the dynamite drop in. So, so yeah, I don't know why. Truly, they avoid it, and you know, I'll put I'll put the resume on the table. What Right, and I'll say even if I'm nauseous to the gills, green in the face, I will write you stories. I will write you Justice Society stories like you don't even fucking know. In the future, you know, kind of crazy shit. Also, as well as in space, it's an entire open roster of characters you can tell stories with, and you're not going to worry about offending. Oh, I've got a matter-eating lad, life-size statue. Nobody said that ever. You can do whatever the hell you want, and they just don't. You know what's stupid, though? That's where you can have Clark be insecure. Of course. That's where you can have Superboy under this, like, the story kind of writes itself of you're going to be the fucking greatest, by the way. All right, Potsy. Can come you with imagine? Us. Can you imagine the Morty version of Clark Kent reading like, oh, like geez. A, a, on, on, uh, like he's oh, geez, a, a history book. So he's sitting in the, in the, in the toilet with a double lock on. And they think like, he's looking at dirty magazines. No, he's reading like history 101. He's like, Oh geez. Oh man, Rick, I do that. Oh boy. Oh, do I have to keep the mullet? <laughs> also how great the one. And I don't, I, I imagine they probably must've done it. But one thing I love about the Legionnaires is like, none of them can fly on their own. They have anti-gravity rings. And the idea of Superboy, like, just being able to jump tall buildings is so fucking cool. Eventually having some shit goes down, the ring's broken, and the first time he takes flight is, like, saving fucking the day. There are there there are pre-built moments. But, and, and I do think, like, I kind of answer my own question often, but for whatever reason, I feel that they think it's not relatable. So they want to... So it's, it's like they're, they're writing 16-year-old Superman stories for these, you know, uh, hypothetical 16-year-olds that are reading the Superman comics saying, that's that's accurate. That's exactly how my life is. Like, no, no, it's, it's not. I Little do they know, not. there's not one kid 
reading a comic. That's like, I wish these comics were more like my life. Now what? None of us did that as kids. None of us as kids wanted to fucking be kid Rob as a notorious, like I'll be Robin. I'll be Nightwing. My Robin and Nightwing was like 18, 19. Like, oh, my Robin was getting his wet. You know what I'm saying? Uh. I'm just with a booty like dicks. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's the best booty in all the comics. We need a dump button more than any other nah. production that I have ever been a nah, part of. I'm sticking to it. Not only do I mean it, I fucking m- 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 mean it. Oh. Um. I just what is there can you even think of an example of a time someone took a mantle and you were like better it never fucking happens well it's a it's a double-edged sword Antonio in that... Banderas is Zorro no. I guess because then Zorro was Latin no no not really because fucking uh, um what's his face is such a good actor that he portrayed Latin even better even better than uh, Desperado himself. Um, uh, w- what I was going to say was that the bigger the mantle, the harder the handoff is going to be. So a lot of times, the like the the uh, the standard answer is always going to be, well, there are there have been so many Robins. Inevitably, one of them has got to ha- take take the mantle yeah. of, of Batman, right? And then fucking nepotism raises his ugly head again. And odds are it's going to be his his own freaky uh, damn kid. But... Like the test tube, the, baby? The one the that they grew? That, you dick! <laughs> the ones if I was work, Dick Grayson, I would literally spend all my comics like this. Fucking Bruce. But he does, though. That That's oh, yeah. exactly how he... That, nah, which is I don't why think you, you relate. need to read... You need to read you're some Nightwing's comics. He's busy getting laid and getting paid, baby. Dude, Unbelievable just gross this kid is gross even Charlie in the is... titan show which is hit or miss at best he's yeah. still like what's up every girl in the cast i'll wait for raven to get old enough i see what Dude, you're that's, doing that's like every 17 year old under the sun but anyway and what i was saying 36 year olds what i was saying was that the minor mantles that are handed down you don't ever even think about the, or- the origins again so like my my immediate thought went to White Tiger. Okay. And admittedly, minor character on the, the scope of like a Superman, right, type thing. But White Tiger, the current version of White Tiger, it, there's never been a better version. She right. is supple. She is bad. She is no fucking joke. Uh, or to, to make a, a little bit more, and, and we just recently got some casting news, so we're going to see the dude on the big screen, fucking Blue Beetle, right? So real, real, real comic book aficionados can run you down the list of the, the, the original Blue Beetle, and the, this was, you know, uh, he begat this Blue Beetle, and blah, blah, blah. Reyes is the only one that's really on the, on the, uh, um, social conscious right now and that's the version the more tech you know tech kind of looks like a transformer uh when he's not rolling on the ground version actually kind of does look like one of those bug bots that we were talking about last week uh so it's a more like futuristic version of which 
that we're actually going to be getting, and it's it's what's his homeboy from Cobra Kai is going to be playing him Which on, is the, uh, on the great casting. Eh, hopefully he'll have a better fucking script to work with because as much as I enjoy Cobra Kai, it is written like the writing on Cobra Kai makes the trash on Teen Titans blush. Like, oof, my goof, that was something else. Um, no Ellis, Mutt Williams taking the mantle of Dr. Jones away is not part of of the conversation absolutely no place here charlie put that man on a 30 second timeout done um so yeah i i would say that you know the 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 smaller the mantle the easier it is to hand over and obviously by comparison it always comes down to dc versus marvel um marvel doesn't have quite as many mantles if you put aside Captain America, and Captain America has been handed off like fucking like the baton in a you know in a fifty lap race, but uh, Marvel has mantles, but DC is mantle heavy. Yeah, it's it's just you. Do, I mean, in your preference, yeah. if a mantle must be passed down, do you want big differences? Like Blue Beetle is a huge huge change kind of sure. holder to holder is that your preference when they do it or do you even not want to vote on it you're like yeah just don't do it make well, me something new uh, and again historically speaking in the era of the sidekick it meant that like your sidekick is inevitably going to replace you the young eventually yeah, eat the kid, old kid right? flash um Wonder that's Girl. often how it comes down but then when we got into that like multiplicity stage where you're like well you've got 52 sidekicks and there's only one op- job opening on you know on the floor as sales manager. So and you're gonna now choose you guys the, gonna, the crazy Catholic Azrael. gonna be come on down. There's gonna be a, a damn culling. Um, but I mean, just as a in storytelling mode, no, you don't want a, a, a carbon copy like a cheap knockoff from Canal Street to to be taking yeah. up the Monty. Like, well, what, some what was the point then? What Make was him the look point? like an image character with sharp hands. I Just hear you. You're pouches. a big Azrael fan. As many pouches, pouches on the boot, pouches on like the butt. Like when when uh, cargo shorts came out, I was like, oh, I read too many image comics to know where those cargo shorts were headed. I'm like, yo, eventually there's going to be 52 pockets up and down the sides of those son of bitches, and I was right. See, see U.S. Comics number one for Reapers. Very cool. Uh, very cool cargo shorts. I finally oh, got a character. Oh, boy, I'm in big trouble. If I could just reach my little pocket pouch sickle. <laughs> That's right. That I don't think that made the final script, but uh, <laughs> but we can talk after the show. Uh, go read Superman, Son of Kal-El. Uh, again, if you've ever liked Superman, if you want to see what Superman really does, uh, that is certainly my issue of the month. Uh, it's a must-read. It's a must-buy. I'm very excited to see where the run goes. And Damian Wayne is in the issue and fucking tolerable, which is always nice. But, John, let's yes. pay some bills. This week right. and every week would be impossible without people supporting us. And we like to Not impossible, that. but improbable. Touche. Who's our first sponsor this week, my friend? Well, credit where credit's due. It is none other than the Sarge Funness right here on Facebook Gaming. Two streams a day. Outstanding gaming content. Supporter games, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today. Matter of fact, he has a new luscious schedule that he put out. 
Uh, it's got some awesome artwork. I don't know where he could have possibly gotten it from. But do yourself a favor. Throw him a like, a follow. Consider becoming a supporter. If you need to pick me up, though, if your tummy tum is bothering you like me, go over to sneakenergy.com. Use code SGT at checkout. If you're looking for some fresh new gear, go check out geeksonleash.com. Use code SARGE there when the SARGE is on deck. Yes, salute. That's right. And my dear brother, even when your little tum-tum is going, I don't want to keep vegetarian stuff in me. Uh, the bottom line is you I need... I don't think that's it. You need a little charge before we get the show going, and that would be impossible without their song, our theme song, from the incredible, the wonderful, one of my favorite bands, Bad Mary. You can go to badmary.com right now. You can sign up for their mailing list. You get videos early. You get Q&As. You get hip to when they're going onto social media live. You can follow them on all their social media over on Bad Mary Band. Wherever you social media, they do too. <laughs> you can support them financially over on patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary. My favorite part is, of course, you should buy their albums, buy their swag, buy the keychains, but you should also listen to them. Consume. And they give you all of the damn options on every single streaming service. You can listen to Bad Mary right now. Their entire discography is available when they drop a new single, same day of the YouTube release for the videos. Bam! It's on all those, uh, all those wonderful, uh, all those wonderful services so bad yes. mary band check them out give them your money give them their loot and tell them <laughs> u.s commerce cast sent them are you ready they my know. dear brother for me to start your time sure why the hell not Boop. time started not a real thank button. you so uh again the news doesn't slow down for anybody and i'm not talking about ted turner's theatrics i'm not talking about rupert murdoch's uh, craziness. Uh, I'm not talking about even your daily, nightly six o'clock special. I'm talking about the important shit comic book movie news. Uh, anyone, anyone, if you've been paying attention, knows that the train, the Marvel Cinematic Universe train, lawsuits notwithstanding, just keeps on rolling down the track with more and more and more content for our little grubby fingers just to wrap around and squeeze so tight. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are going to be getting uh, upcoming Thor, Love, and Thunder. Okay? Nice. So all, most of the news has centered around Jane Foster. We're going to get a female Thor, which obviously the comic books gave us as well so there's plenty of precedent quite frankly she might be the single best actor uh in the bunch over there at marvel uh so i'm i'm super excited to see what uh we're gonna get out of her but when you have such big headline grabbing news uh as a female thor uh when you have taika watiti doing his thing all over town triple kissing like it was going out of style uh certain nuggets that might otherwise have caught your attention can slip through the cracks uh far too many of you and i am pointing a finger far too many of you don't know 
that we are indeed getting the king of the Greek gods. I am talking about Zeus himself is making a thunderbolt hurling appearance. Are we going to get like a knockdown, uh, like a flashback, obviously? Are we going to get like a fisticuffs between uh, Zeus and Odin? Are we going to get some kind of like uh, some kind of crossover mythological action happening on the screen? I don't know. But what I do know is that portraying the Greek king of the gods is none other than Russell the Gladiator Crow. Are you not entertained? I am entertained. This was that such a great awesome. nugget of news. We're going to get Russell Crowe. Now, Russell Crowe is no stranger to the comic book flick. Anyone who's been paying attention even remotely to this show knows that he also, as well as trademark patent pending Nick Crowe, also played Damn Jor-El. Superman's birth baby daddy. So a lot of the 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 immediately the speculation starts starts floating around. Okay. So all right. So you're telling me that we have the actor who portrayed Superman's father has now rolled over, <laughs> has now uh, um you know matriculated over to Marvel from DC. But then also, as well as, you have an actor who portrayed Superman, who currently is not under any further contract to do so at the time of this recording. Dude, he's free and clear right now. Is there a possibility? Is it, uh, is it in, the, is it in the, the stars? Could it maybe happen... That our boy, UK's favorite son, Henry fucking Cavill. The Witcher himself? That we can get The Witcher giving us a turn as Heracles? Yeah, I'm going to throw out the original Greek pronunciation. Damn straight. People look at me a lot of times they think I'm Greek. In Greece, people looked at me and thought I was Greek. I just walk into any store and they'd be like, Avaristo. I'm like, oh yeah, same up yours. Same to you, buddy. Uh so so yes. Um the 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 word on the street is that we might be getting uh obviously that we're gonna be getting Hercules because Hercules is a huge literal and figurative character in the MCU currently in comic books and what have you. Um, just the fact that you can mix on the comic book page different uh mythologies and and it's all like copacetic yeah sure the viking gods fucking greek gods why not who cares uh absolutely so the odds that we're going to get hercules Hot on the screen damn. is is not Hot not damn not likely gonna happen it's gonna fucking happen in my brain though like the how perfect is the opportunity to just sneak a little fucking nugget right in there so and if it's henry cavill that would be, that would be like the, that's, that's a get right there. Like that's, that's Marvel pulling a finishing move after DC misses 
uh, uh, you know, frog splash off the top rope. Like, oh, take this now. And that, that could be the one, two, three. It really that could. That is very much the, the, the wrestling equivalent of that is when CM Punk shows up in AEW in Chicago. <laughs> like, there would be, like, you just... You literally would see they'd be at like a presentation for Marvel. They'd have all the actors up on stage, and you would just hear Colt the personality, and fucking Hercules. And just for some reason, out of a bathtub comes Henry Cavill, just 13 fucking abs, dripping <laughs> wet the way the people need them. That would now be by the people, yeah, did you me. mean Charlie. That's, I'm not saying that's my favorite scene in Man of Steel, but it's, it's the only one that's canonically accurate to just my version like, of Superman. Just like a soggy, damp redhead flops are like, get off me, bitch. And he just like steps out full Hercules regalia. Now, look, I mean, this is obviously just speculation in regards to casting. I mean, it would be fucking for it. it would be nuts, though. And also the chest hair. Like, let's let's not uh, let's let's not ignore the fact that heracles rocks chest hair like that's the most greek fucking thing about his character design they're like yeah green shorts headband uh metal straps i i don't know if any of this is historically accurate but let's give him a full chest beard nobody is going to question shit maybe not a like a lion headdress because this is 2021 but we'll give him a big ass lion belt buckle like he does all his shopping at gucci you know and fucking you know in prada and stuff like that so the fact is we're almost certainly going to be getting the character of heracles on the screen I mean, which is just super exciting now you talk about like a character who loves who loves who enjoys using their power it is fucking hercules bro like hercules he whether he's fighting whether Shitty he's drinking wine whether he's loving whether he's carrying two sheep over his arm whether he's clearing out you know doing 12 labors uh, all the live long day even when he's murdering his wife and children quite frankly if you want to look at the mythology he's always smiling ha -ha. the man the man loves life and uh, very much was the first thing that I thought of when we first really got Thor uh, in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thor was a happy fucking dude. And they put Thor through some shit, which, you know, obviously you do have to do. But I just want to see a big, hulking, happy, happy Hercules. Like, alliteration notwithstanding, give him to me. That's, that's I mean, it also, so good. just career move-wise... It would be a genius decision because that's the one thing we really haven't gotten to see him be is this like fucking really just enthusiastic guy. Uh, our comment section over on Facebook brings up a good point. Do you think Hercules would be made a big deal by Marvel since they can't trademark it? My answer to that I do. is I you do. cannot trademark Thor either. And it has Correct, not yeah. stopped them from Thoring the fuck up. Sure. Uh, and we've seen other Thors. Uh, floating around out there probably i don't know if most famously is the the proper uh the proper terminology but i sat up i was like oh shit that's thor uh in the vikings uh the vikings uh, television series which was just great i'm like mm, the acting i can't tell if their acting is poor or if maybe that's just how vikings fucking spoke but um i only showed up when uh the Rathmar Lothbrook uh, saga was just like so good, and also there was one of those like 
no, this is historically accurate. Kind of, wink, wink, maybe. Like, yo, but you've got Thor in this motherfucker. You've got Odin walking around like, ah, is it really, is it really accurate? Thor and Odin was still more believable to me than when fucking Edge showed up from the WWF. Listen, like, I think I know him. I think I the know man him. put in his work. All right. Blah, blah, all I know blah, is that blah, 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 blah. that that should have been called the Floki show because my man, every time he stepped on the fucking in front of the screen, that's it was all about Floki, and that's just the the hairdo by itself, just a little blink. Um, but in any case, uh, my action that was really all just like a very long winded segue. Uh, because I think it's it's a it's a no brainer. We are gonna get Thor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, whether it's Henry Cavill or not. That remains to be seen. But if it is him, then you heard it here first, and I'm taking full credit. Even I'm even taking credit uh, for his casting. So Henry, go ahead and you can cut me off. We'll call it like half a percent, and we we don't have to talk about it again. Don't make me take you to court, bro. Don't make me do it, cause Scarlett, she gave me the numbers to her lawyers. Uh, but that being said, Hercules, again, everyone knows about his 12 labors. Yeah, the legendary adventures. I love that show. I'll kill you. That show Sorbo sucks. Um, Sorbo does everybody, suck. everybody knows, everybody, everybody knows that um, he kind of went a little apeshit crazy. But you know what? He came from a broken home. That shit happens. When your dad steps out. And your mom's like the whore of Babylon. And then like your stepmother, Hera. Like when you get named after the woman who's been scorned by your father. Like, nah, baby. I turn into an eagle. I turn into a, a turkey. I turn into a duck. Whatever. Just so I can get, get it in. Um, But it's cool, though. I knocked her up. But we're naming the baby after you. Did you know that, Charlie? Hercules... Heracles properly is named after Hera, who is not his mother. Oh, Zeus, you son of a bitch! That's Anyways. how you know Zeus had that that alpha Zeus, energy because he Zeus, was just like, "Shut up, bitch!" Zeus has the the lightning from his dick energy when he walks into the room. He's like, "So that's why they wore togas because there were no pants in the in the land of uh, uh, antiquity." properly strong enough to hold Zeus balls that just didn't fucking they didn't make them yet like Levi Strauss didn't even come around anyways but um Knew again this we all fall. the Zeus <laughs> is just a giant open sack it, the zipper just goes from belt to belt buckle to belt buckle like one it's, in the back one in the front it's like your underpants is a special section for the Zeus what's the underpants I'm not, I'm not familiar Touché. so so that all being said uh again the mythology also says that once Heracles finished his 12 labors, he said, you know what? That was actually a lot of fun for me. Fuck you guys. I'm a demigod. So then what he did was he said, you know what? We should do a little more of that, but I'm not going to be selfish. I'll save that till later in the story. Uh, I want to spread the wealth. I want everybody to feel what I was feeling. So legend has it that after those 12 labors and in the afterglow of his successes, he held, Heracles himself held, the first Olympic Games. That's where the legend says the Olympic Games came from. And yeah, that might be a History Channel version of that, which is slightly different and doesn't involve mythological features, uh, figures. But you know what? That doesn't have a place 
on this damn show. So There's, we're going to roll with it. There is one undisputed thing. The first Olympic game, badminton. Actually, the the only uh, the only uncontested fact is that the first and many many Olympics afterwards, totally naked. Just Schwartz is hanging out. Like we're gonna wrestle. Just just Schwartz just hanging. And if you've seen any of these marble statues, like if you could be covered up by a fig leaf. Do you really want to drop trout in front of all of Greece and be like, oh, I can throw this shot put the furthest. Oh, I can run. I can do a 40-yard dash. Who cares? Who cares? You've got a mercury dick, my dude. Like maybe skip uh, skip a few days at the gym and, uh, you know, spend some quality time at home. But, uh, yeah, so the original Olympic Games was indeed – Started by my soon-to-be-portrayed-by-Henry Cavill, Hercules. Now, the reason so why you're saying I had is this you want thought, that movie to be accurate. Henry Cavill <laughs> comes out the water Hey, naked. I was for one of the first online to go see 300, and the 300 comic book has more schmeckle in it than the fucking men's changing rooms at Macy's at Herald Square. So, whatever, dude. Don't don't worry about it. Um, this was, was all so brought about... Vivid. Yeah, well, you drew such a good Certain picture, things I just leave wanted... a stamp on your mind that cannot be erased by upset tum-tums or delicious rye whiskey. The Olympic Games, though, are, as we all know, are going on as we speak right now over uh, overseas. And, uh, I mean, I know I'm waking up to like, oh, this happened while you were sleeping, and this happened, and that happened. And in this era of instant uh, information, it used to be, uh, I'll, I'll throw it back a little bit. So everybody knows, at least who's watching or listening to this show, everybody knows about the miracle on ice, right? When the American ice hockey team defeated the seemingly unbeatable Russian squad. Now, we all know the story in general passing. Yeah, in the third period, they came out wearing Mighty Ducks uniforms. No, no, to that's... be the USA Ducks. That's, that's, quack, that's inaccurate. Quack, no, quack, quack, I'm really starting to worry about your education, and uh, I feel like we might have a lot of work to do behind the scenes. But, no, what a lot of people don't know is that, A, they did not employ the Flying V, so Coach Bombay can take a walk, but also as well as... They didn't beat Russia in the gold medal game. They beat them in the silver medal game. So they still had to win another game after that, but that that's neither here nor there. I love there. how in the movie versions, they're like, yeah, yeah, we won. They're like, also as well, eh, like the credits are rolling, they're like, oh, yeah, they also won the next game. Oh, gold medals. So a lot of stories, though, have been coming out. Now, Charlie and I, we talk about almost everything comic book related. Uh, most things uh, um, like pop, pop culture related and some things uh plant-based food related but other topics kind of go by the wayside charlie and i have not in real life irl had many olympic topic conversations and there have been a lot so charlie i'm just want to throw i'm going to start bouncing shit off of you like you were the wall and i was playing yeah, yeah, yeah. handball so uh, I'm going to leave names out of it for fear of mispronouncing things and what have you. But did, are, are you familiar, obviously, with – well, well, we'll start with the headline grabber. So Biles took herself out of 
the competition. Now, she did, at the time of this recording, she did participate in a ladder event uh, in which she she uh, medaled. She took a, a bronze, uh, but that was like a solo event. She, and again, I'm, I'm not going to put any opinions. This is just factual stuff for anyone who's hiding under a rock, maybe. Um, she, she took her turn in a team event and just didn't feel right. Right. And she said, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to do this right now. My, uh, my headspace is wrong, whatever. And I, and I am, um, I'm paraphrasing cause I don't have quotes in front of me or whatever, but the short version of it, she took herself out of the competition. Uh, and then the world kind of exploded with that information uh, because everybody knows, like you know, gymnastics are are like like the world. The news world rotates around the axis of gymnastics, but I particularly enjoy them. I like when the the Summer Olympics roll around. It's just you know good stuff to watch. But uh, so Charlie, just I'm, I'm going to throw it right to you immediately. Uh, how did you feel about the the Simone Biles uh, news? Uh, anytime someone takes their mental health and treats it the same as they would an ankle injury. Um, I, I think it's not only noteworthy, I think it's a, a beautiful thing. I think it is impossibly um, brave to turn to your team and be like, I can't give this my all. Um, I, I think she did yet another damn near miraculous thing. I do not know if I have the huevos um, to even... To, to put myself first, uh, even if I thought I would take down the team. I, I don't know if I would ever be willing to put myself under that sort of scrutiny. Mm. I think it was an, uh, uh, an amazing thing that she so, did. So just to clarify, you think that, uh, or rather you're not sure if the scrutiny of taking yourself out of competition would be greater than leaving yourself in competition and doing poorly? Correct. Correct. I think I think staying. I think if she were to have performed at not her mental best, it would be no different than if she performed with an injury and could have could have really cost her team uh, significantly more. Well, than, I, uh, I'll I'll counterpoint. I'll counterpoint that because, and and this was one of those. I I truly don't know if it was a more popular thought pattern or just a louder thought pattern but the initial uh reaction that i caught wind of was the uh oh you're letting everybody down how unpatriotic um how weak uh I, that that was kind of the echoes that i was getting uh, that yeah. i caught wind of a lot and then that faded away or that was pushed more to the side with the voices that said that's the most courageous thing that you could do that's the Absolutely. that's the most yeah. patriotic thing to do that's the most um, noteworthy uh thing now you got to keep in mind this she's not a nobody right she is moves have been named after her that's a pretty fucking has, significant thing she has i mean she's she's an american hero right her medal count uh, rivals small countries at, at this point personally now i would say this not that anyone asked me but like the the analogy was like well that like an ankle injury actually i think it's way 
way it's much more so because in particular in gymnastics these these athletes often will continue to compete and thrive with ankle injuries broken bones um she she won multiple gold medals with broken toes never mind the fact that she's a, a sexual assault survivor like and it's ridiculous to say it out loud putting all that aside if you are not, and by you I mean her, if you are not 100% in that moment when you're flying through the fucking air, you can literally die. Yeah. So it's not a question of like, oh, patriotism. It's not a question of, oh, you're letting your teammates down, blah, blah, because that's, that's just factually wrong. She, she, she took herself out of the um, competition and continue to stay out there to support her teammates. So that's all bullshit. Anybody who says that, just, again, it's one of those situations where they don't know what they're talking about. They're talking out of their ass. They're, it's reactionary. It's not any kind of factual thing. Because if they sat down and actually took the time to look into the specifics, into the details, into the facts, then you can't possibly have that opinion. So okay, so we're we're on the same yeah. page as that. I, I think what's interesting, just really lightning fast. Of course, you please. bring up something very interesting because I think as a country specifically, America romanticizes these amazing stories of Kurt Angle winning gold with a broken freaking neck. Mm -hmm. Um, and I and I think as a country, we're still in our earliest chapter of realizing a broken neck isn't necessarily as dangerous for these performers as a broken spirit if that makes any sense and and i think well, that's the uh as crazy as it is thing a neck a toe a, a leg you know i mean with these images we see all the time play through like, the pain like, it's 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 yeah become i mean common, and it's it, and it's it become becomes the like, expectation have a have a hockey player mentality and and yeah, I to to a certain degree, it, it, with with that, like play through the pain. I I do agree with personally. I yeah. do, right? We we're in an era where star baseball players who are like paid more than again small countries. Hey now, like oh oh my, my you know my my left cheek cramped up on me. I'll I'll see you in two months. The fuck are you talking about? So it, it it's not an all or nothing. Uh, like cookie cutter it's not a universal reaction rule yeah so so on on the one hand i wish that more athletes had a quote unquote hockey player mentality but on the same token i firmly believe that mental health that's that there is no equivalency to that you know uh, whether it's an athlete an individual or a team sport or you know whether they're they're working you know supporting a family whether they're an indiv you know independent you know um uh, an independent person with just their pets to that rely on them and a couple of squirrels and some birds floating around. Like you have to take care of yourself first. But again, we're in, we're in agreement with uh, each other there, but also as well as there was just recently an event where the two finalists had been going at each other. And these names I'm going to leave off the board, but it's been in the news that with in essence, the two finalists, it was going on, the competition had been going on for so long and the exhaustion had set in uh, so greatly. Like nobody could jump, nobody could do dick. And they just kind of put their heads together 
almost like um, two fantasy football finalists said, you know what, fuck it. Well, whoever split wins, the pot. we're going to split the pot. These these guys, I don't want to I don't want to bury the lead, but I'm going to say it. These motherfuckers agreed to like, you know what? We'll just share the gold. We'll share the gold at the Olympics. We'll share the gold. So I I did bear the lead as to my personal opinion about this story. But Charlie, you know, before wrap it up gets too mad at us, how do you feel about that particular? That uh, I hate, Jim. I fucking hate it so much. Um, I've watched way too many Rocky films. I've had my face busted up by my brother playing Rocky far too often. Uh, I need a winner. And I need a loser. Nothing will ever make me more mad than when Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins had a Hell in a Cell match that ended with a DQ finish. No, thank you. Charlie's superpower is not to fly. It's not to run through walls. It's not even math. It is to take any story under the sun and somehow relay it back to men in tights wrestling. Uh, sure. So I'm going to give it the old college try. Uh, uh, so again, this was the high jump. Uh, it happened on day nine of the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, Gianmarco Tamberi of Italy. Uh, and he's sharing the gold uh, or having the gold shared with him uh, by Muta Essa Barshem of Qatar. Uh, and this again was for the high jump. Now, just just so that we don't get too far away from facts and we're operating on just opinion because I don't particularly like that, these guys go back a ways. And there are other factors, okay? It's not just a question of like, well, there's got to be a winner and there's got to be a loser because that's a very simplistic way to look at it because mostly... I'm a simple it, man. Not, we all know this. Not every, uh, not every category of the Olympics is like basketball where we have NBA players at this point, almost on every team, never mind something like the USA, which is the entire team is our NBA players, NBA millionaires. So the financial ramifications of winning medal uh, medals at this competition is not a factor for them, but for somebody like the high jump or for somebody like gymnastics, where you can become a bios and become like a, a household name, um, for a lot of these other sports, there are sports that I've never fucking heard of before. Them winning a gold means a financial windfall for them in that small window of time in the afterglow immediately afterwards. So that's one of those things that I had to take into account after my initial flare up of, of opinion. Uh, and I said, well, you know what? These two are like they're rivals. Yeah, but you know how it is in an Olympic sport. You know these people for, you know, for years and years and years. They're legitimate friends. Never mind the fact that one's from Italy and one's from Qatar. Like that should be, that should be a fucking Coca-Cola commercial. Um, I like to give the world the Coke. Anyways, enough singing for that. So, so they did agree to the tie, ultimately. But you know what? Taking all of that into account, the fact of like, well, it means money for them, this, then, the other thing. I almost would have been more okay with it if they said, look, we're, we're, we're done. Like, we're exhausted. Also, as well as the high jump is a fucking dangerous thing to do. So, like... I sent you a video of a guy 
poked himself in the Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> That's true. That's dangerous just to watch. So, like, the option of, like, okay, we'll, we'll have you back next day. So, you know, similar as, like, well, if it's an outdoor sprint and it starts raining, what do you do? If you're a Met fucking fan, you know you got a doubleheader the next day, motherfucker. You do what you got to do. But that all be did that all t- taking all that into account and taking into account, well, it means money in their pocket and like you know the situations might be different, blah blah. blah. They agree to the tie. Okay, you want to you, you both three you silver tie. medalists. You know what? No, you tie the two of you tie for silver. There's two silvers and one bronze. Nobody gets the gold. And if you're okay with that, then all right, then we'll leave it alone. But you can't both be like you're we're not both, both the, the best. best. Like now, now here's the thing. Tell, There's we, my we variant about, coming through. We talked about Her- Heracles, Hercules, uh, potentially maybe starting the Olympics, holding the first one. Um, dude, Hands it off, wasn't... boys! We're wrestling. <laughs> Get out the fig lips. Um, it wasn't until early 1900s that the entire concept of three medalists even came about. It used to be like if you have a, a particular sport. Everybody competes, and if you're the big winner, you get a silver medal. Silver medal means first place, and you get an ivy wreath around your head. And everybody else gets, like, fucking bronze or uh, bronze Nerf. or copper, uh, um, like, participation medals. There was no one, two, and three as, as early as the early 1900s. There was first place, the winner, and everybody else who you beat. Now you have this celebration of like first, second, and third, which frankly, one of it's one of those things where like if you just that's 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 what all I knew. I knew that that's all I knew was the idea of like, well, this first, second, and third. If you're not first, you're last. Fucking Ricky Bobby was right, it turns out. Um, but but yeah, that 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 turns out to be the case. So all right, so we're we're in agreement there as yeah. well. No, Here's no another. gold medal for them. Well, again, they have their reasons, but you put that. You I don't what? love it. One more thing, real quick. The Do reason it. that's also bullshit. If you and I were like these guys, are gonna come in first and second, and we're like, well, we're brothers and we love each other, so we're both gonna be gold. Versus if it was like me versus some jabron, fucking, I hated. I'd be like, I'm not sharing gold with Pete. Fuck Pete. Well, here's I have a the beef thing. with Peter Parker, so I, I also call shenanigans on their little fucking friendship. I wouldn't even let you win in wiffle ball in the backyard. I know when for eight innings, for eight and two thirds innings, I had the thought, I'm like, you know what? Let me throw this kid a win. He could put one in the column. I'm like, nope, sorry, I beat you <laughs> one time at war, and it I is the greatest. Said. Moment of my life still. I must have been sicker than I am right now. It, Last I, story. Fun fact. I use suicide bombers. I strapped <laughs> bombs to my boys. They attacked Fucking your walls. Terrorist motherfucker. Charlie's like, well, my guy's going to die anyway. May as well go for the glory of Charlie Topia. So the last um, the last one that I'll throw, and then we can wrap it up because we're in overtime now. Uh, we're not going to agree to share the gold. We're going to still finish. So... um. If you look at the leaderboard right now, and this is a story that literally just came to me this morning. If you look at the leaderboard right now, at uh, the time of this recording, they, in essence, they say 
Well, the U.S., the USA, again, American number one, right? U.S. comics. U.S. is the, the medal leader. We've won more medals than anybody else. And the graphs have it like USA on top of the pile. But the, the fact of the matter is, Charlie, China has more gold medals than us. So we just finished having the conversation of like, no, you have you play the you participate in the in the sport, the competition to win a gold fucking medal. So whether it's I, I don't think that it's an intentional thing by the American media to be like, we need to spin this because that's always how they report kind of the standings, as it were, of the medals, medalists yeah, it's also in, the, bullshit, in the Olympics. Though. But Right now, we don't have the most gold medals. We just have the most medals. So I'm gonna throw it to you again. I, I don't want to. I don't want to muddy the waters. In my opinion, like, what are your thoughts on that? Quickly, as we wrap uh, up. I, I, it's very fucking simple to me. If you want to equate all medals, I don't think you should. I think first place or nothing. Second place and third place are for the history books. And I love stats. I don't give a fuck who is the NLE. The, the NL East champion in 2019. I don't give a fuck. Um, I only care who the fucking winner winners are, not the almost winners, as shit as that may sound. I don't want to give out points. It's not like gold is worth three points. Silver is worth two and bronze is worth one. This isn't fucking Mario Party. So you're saying the that... The only medals that count are first place. So you're saying that Simone Biles bronze medal the other day when she did finally it's decide great to for statistics it's great that she was the third best in that competition the same way i think because i don't even know how many people compete so there were 50 people that competed if you're fifth best i'd be like holy shit good for you man the top 25 huh high five but like i don't give a fuck about bronze and silver if if the fucking miracle on ice if we lost the, if that movie ends and like and they were silver medalists, ever in a movie theater would be like, what the, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, you're you're basically talking about major league then because yes. <laughs> major league, they go through the, all this rigmarole to win the pennant, uh, and ultimately they end up fucking losing the World Series. But like, you still love major league. I do. You still give Joe I, Boo his Roman cigar. I love you, and I think you're a loser. I'm a loser. We're all losers. God bless. In the fucking in the in the Olympic sport of Riveraism, there's a very clear number one, Charlie. How very fucking dare you? There's so anyway, not just even to, a definitive number one in our pets. <laughs> to, That's to, how uh, dope our pets are. The actual statistics again at time of recording. Uh, so right now, the U.S. has. The most medals. Great. We have How many 79 medals. What's the breakdown? Uh, the, well, it, uh, we have 25 of those. 79 are gold. Not a lot. China has 70 medals, but 32 of them are gold. So they're better than us. They're well, they're better, better, worse. That that's terminology that doesn't really have a place in the competition. But they are more I winners would say, than us. They are winning the Olympics. Yeah, that's, that's like the only be, way that I would look at it. Honestly, I think the Olympics, the final ceremony, should be the country with the most golds gets like a dope medal. 
Well, when you win an Olympic country. sport, when you win an Olympic competition, the gold medal winner is higher than everybody else. Their flag comes down behind them, yeah. and everyone has to sit there and listen to their national anthem. That's and how no, the, Sergeant Finesse, we are not suckers. How very dare you? That's you know how what? the Olympics That's a bronze end. star for you. The Olympics should end where they're like, thanks for watching the Olympics. 33% less than ever before. And a giant fucking flag from the best country per the Olympic gold medal winners should unravel across the whole field. And then a bunch of little flags for everybody else. You know, what's really funny is because regardless of who ends up with the most gold medals or total medals or how you want to go ahead and uh, figure out like, oh, well, who won the Olympics? The fact of the matter is that Charlie's giant flags are going to be manufactured in China. So regardless, China is going to win the Olympics. But I think that's the perfect place to wrap it up. So Charlie, take us home, Country Road. My dear, beautiful people, I love you all. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for liking. Thank you for subscribing. Make sure you follow us on all social media at US Comics HQ. Make sure you're following us on YouTube and subscribe there. Our link tree is on all of our profile pages. But most importantly, we want to send you out with some tunage. And there is only one way that we do it. And John, why don't you finish this up, my little sick boy, and tell him how we do the thing we do. First, you got to go to the bathroom and you got to flip the toilet seat up. Then you got to hold your stomach tight and throw up into the... Oh, no, not that one. The other one. Oh, my bad. First, you got to turn the power on. Then you got to turn the volume up. Then you got to tune Bad Mary in. Open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Save me, space girl. Are we out? <laughs>